Hey, my name is Matt Poole, and this is Unapologetically Catholic, the podcast where we dive into the different doctrines, dogmas, and beliefs of the Catholic faith to help explain why I personally am unapologetically Catholic and why I think that you should be too. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about why, or not why, sorry, but how to deal with people who um, may be very angry with you because you're Catholic. Um, So, and I wanted to do this, someone on Instagram actually suggested that I do this, and I thought, hey, that's a really good idea. You know, a lot of people who convert from Protestantism to Catholicism can have problems with this. Not all Protestants are anti-Catholic, but there are some Protestants who are very, very anti-Catholic, and they are absolutely certain that Catholics are heretics, Uh, and sometimes they can come off as rude and mean and... uh, I've personally faced a lot of that, so, you know, I thought, hey, this would be a perfect time to share how I deal with that, and maybe it will help you or maybe help someone that you may know who's going through these kinds of things. Uh, I don't have all the answers, and the way that I handle it may not be the best, so if you don't like what you hear, then don't take the advice I give, maybe, I guess. (laughs) But I'm going to give my two cents and you do with it what you want. How about that? Uh, But with anyways, with that, let's get into it. All right. So um, like I said, this podcast episode is actually inspired by somebody who listens to the podcast and uh, they sent me a message on Instagram. Well, let me take that back. I put out a request for suggestions and this person responded and said hey you want to do one on how to handle people who are very anti-catholic um and so i thought yeah that's that's a great idea and by the way this uh it is may carlson who reached out uh or life of macy on instagram so uh i i don't know i figured i'd share who it was uh i guess it doesn't have to be a mystery but they sent the suggestion in, and I'm very appreciative that she reached out and gave the suggestion. And with last week's episode being about my conversion, uh, I thought, man, you know that these two will go really, really well hand in hand. So if you didn't listen to the previous episode, just a quick, real brief overview. I grew up Protestant, so I was Southern Baptist for the first, oh gosh, I don't know probably close to 20 years of my life, and then the last six-ish years uh, of, I almost said of my life, but my life's not over quite yet, so (laughs) not the last six years of my life, the last six-ish years of being a Protestant, I was at a Presbyterian church. So the folks at the Presbyterian church, when I converted to Catholicism, everybody was really sad to see me go, but no one really was saying, hey, you're in you're, you're a heretic now, um, and you're not a true Christian anymore because you're Catholic. No one at the, yeah, I'm trying to think back and make sure I'm being honest here. Yet I, I don't think anyone at the Presbyterian church said that to me. Um, now the Southern Baptist church I grew up in, I still know a bunch of people there. My parents went there for a, a while, or my mom went there for a while before, after I had converted. Um, so there was still people there who kind of I had ties ish to, uh, and I'm still really good friends with some people that go to that church. So they 
They and they know about me. I went there for a large majority of my life. They know my family. So uh, a decent amount of those people are very anti-Catholic and are uh, very against Catholicism um, because they would say it's heresy. So that can sometimes lead to some people saying things that maybe are not the most kind-hearted. Uh, <laughs> not that we have to be super soft and gentle and, you know, be super overly mushy-gushy all the time. I would never... I'm not that type of person, and so I wouldn't expect that from anybody else. Anyways, sometimes people who are anti-Catholic can say some really mean, hateful things. No one's ever really said mean or hateful things to me directly. Um, but I've heard plenty of very rude anti-Catholic, uh, just mudslinging, right? So there's a way to argue against Catholicism, and there's points that you can bring up against Catholicism, and there's things that you can debate about Catholicism. And I love talking to people who don't agree with Catholic theology, but aren't necessarily anti-Catholic. So I hope that distinction makes sense. So if it doesn't, I'll explain myself a little bit. There can be someone who says, I don't think Catholicism is right, and here's why. You know, I've got my biblical evidence, or I have my historical evidence, or whatever the case may be. There's ways to argue against Catholicism and to disagree with it. Now, obviously, because I'm a Catholic, I would probably most times say, well, I don't think you're right there. But that's what debate and an argument is for, is, is to get these things figured out. Um that is totally fine, and I think that's absolutely necessary because we should, I mean, there should be some butting heads and going back and forth and kind of clashing to figure out what the truth is, right? We, you know, yeah, I, yes, I've belittled the point, so <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> um, but then there can be other people who will just come to you and say, um, yeah, well, you heretics have never read your Bible, and it's evident because you believe that uh, Mary is God, or just some kind of, you know, like crazy off the wall, okay, well, how am I supposed to, How you're just belittling me, or trying to belittle me, or you're just trying to be rude, um, and you're not really making an argument or putting forth a, like a logical argument that I can reason with or debate back and forth with. Because what am I supposed to say? I have read my Bible and I'm not a heretic. Well, then all the person's going to do is just come back and go, well, no, you know, I know you are, but what am I? Right? Like that, you, <laughs> that is, that's what I mean by anti-Catholic is people who are like that. So, and sometimes those people can say things that are very rude, right? Like, um, the Pope is the Antichrist, uh, you're a heretic, um, just you, you worship Mary and you don't, you don't listen to the words of God and you don't listen to Jesus. And it's very obvious you don't hear Jesus or you don't care about what he says. Now, some of those things have been said to me, um, personally before, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of have thicker skin, I think, but, um, <laughs> uh, maybe I don't. Maybe it bothers me and I don't realize it, but anyways, I don't, side tangent. So, um, how do I deal with that? This actually, I did a, 
uh, Instagram Live with John from Catholic for Rednecks yesterday. So I'm recording this on January 1st, so December 31st. John and I did an Instagram Live, and somebody asked me uh, something along these lines. Like, how do you deal with angry Protestants towards Catholics, right? So I was like, man, yeah, you know what? I, I really need to make that episode. So um, there's a couple of different ways that I can handle it or try to handle it. Like I said in the intro, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, I don't really know, but I'll, I'll share my experience so that hopefully it can help you. Um, and maybe these are some things that you can take into practice and, and use as well to help you. So um, I think one, the best place to always start is to look at Christ, right? Like look at Jesus. Uh, what did he do? Now, Jesus was not a pushover and he didn't let people just take advantage of him, but he was very meek um, and very humble. But now meekness can sometimes be misconstrued for like being weak and just being a pushover and letting people roll all over you. Um, that, that's not what meekness is. Meekness is like the, like you have the ability to be a rude, angry, mean, hateful, resentful person. That's all inside of you, but you keep it contained. You don't act upon those uh, heavily negative emotions that you feel. Now, there was time, and part of this is like, we see Jesus went into the temple and flipped tables, right? Made a mess of the place. Um, so obviously Jesus was not just some kind of pushover. But when we see, just if you like meditate on the, uh, when Jesus was going to be crucified, right? And all the times that people were pushing him to the ground or beating him with rods or, I don't know, doing all these different things to him that were extremely rude and mean, not, maybe not, well, I guess rude, but rude is kind of a weak word for what Jesus went through for us, right? But he, he bore all of that because he knew the end goal, right? So... There's a couple things there. So when we think on that, one thing we can think of is, okay, I can I can be like Christ in this situation where whoever it is, whether it's a family member, a friend, uh, some person online, people like to be real mean online. <laughs> and it's probably because it's a lot easier to say things when you're behind a computer screen or a cell phone that you'd never really say to someone to their face. Or maybe you would convey the same message, but you'd probably think about what you're saying a little bit more before you... It's easy to just type something out and hit post real quick versus like sitting face-to-face -face with someone and having another conversation with a real human being. So, um, but anyways, sometimes uh, we... Sorry, got sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> so these things that we can meditate on about Jesus and what he went through in his life and how we can apply those to ours, one is he knew the end goal. So um, he, he knew why he was doing all this. And so we can, in whatever way, whether it be small or 
or big unite our suffering to Christ's suffering for to further his kingdom here on the earth, right? Uh, which is something that we're all called to do. And so when someone is being extremely rude or saying mean and hateful things, you can think back to Christ's suffering and what it has and will continue to accomplish. And then you can unite that same suffering of yours to the suffering of Christ for the further, for, for him to use in whatever way he wants to use. And that suffering guaranteed will not go to waste. Um, so that's a very key thing to remember. The other point, and I think maybe I started saying this earlier and got sidetracked, went down a rabbit hole. Um, but the other thing to remember too is that Jesus didn't lash back out to these people, which is extremely hard. So I um, am not, well, it's funny. So for 99% of my life, I would have said, I'm not an angry person. I'm not a mean person. I have more issues with like apathy and just kind of, I don't care. It doesn't matter when it comes to things that you probably really should care about a lot more than I do. That would have been what I thought. I was. And then I have four small kids now and one on the way. I have to think about it because I don't remember <laughs> the exact number of kids I have. We So my wife and I have four kids of our own. One uh, is, or the fifth one is due in February. And then my 15-year-old niece lives with us. So my niece, she, uh, she doesn't cause me to get angry. But the six-and-a-half-year-old down to the just over one year old at this point, they all, I quickly realized I have much more uh, problems with anger than I think that I do. I'm not mean to my kids. I don't beat my kids or anything crazy like that. I'm just, I get very irritated very quickly, uh, much more than I ever thought I would have. So hopefully that makes sense. Anyways, <laughs> um, so when people are saying these really, very awful things it can be hard not to jerk back like if someone says to you clearly you don't listen to jesus clearly you don't read your bible clearly you clearly you have no clue what you're talking about nothing of what you're saying is christian nothing of what you're saying is what jesus believed or taught ever um that can make some people jerk back and go you idiot, you don't know what you're talking about, and you don't know what, right? Like, you, because <laughs> then you can kind of unleash, or some people just get extremely sad, and, and it, it can make you just break down in tears and want to crawl and into a hole and go and hide and, um, you know, not, not want to talk to or deal with anyone, uh, but neither of those are the correct response, and neither of those is what Jesus would have done. So, I, I, honestly think you know well i just thought of the what would jesus do bracelets I, I guess that's kind of i took a very long time to just say that very simple phrase um but yeah i mean i just th think about what would jesus do in this situation and i think a for me it's a couple things right so take a step back if it's online just put the phone down close the laptop put the iPad down, whatever it is that you're on, whatever kind of social media thing that you're you're dealing, interacting with this person on, 
just put it down for just a minute. Give it like 10 minutes or give it 30 minutes. Go eat a snack, go drink some water, go for like, go take a walk, go do some, play with your kids or play with your dog or I don't know, go do something else. Give that um, knee jerk reaction, that like automatic response that you have, give it time to fade, let it go away and then come back to it and think about what they're saying um, and then respond from there. Now, if you're with someone face to face and they say these kinds of things, you can't really just like walk away from a person. I mean, I guess you could just walk away, but nine times out of 10, you're not going to just like walk away. Like if you're, uh, we just had Christmas day, right? So if you're at Christmas dinner with your family and someone says something like that, you're not going to just up and leave Christmas dinner most times. Maybe, maybe you would, but I would think probably not going to. So anyways, uh, but do the same thing. Take a breath. Think about what they're saying. Don't, the first thing that pops into your mind, don't say it. Nine times out of 10, it's not what you, <laughs> what you should be saying and it's not best for you to say. Anyways, um, and then try the best you can to reason with whatever it is that they're saying. Right. So one thing, and I said this yesterday on the live with John, give me just a second. I apologize. So I had to take a sip of coffee because, um, I made this coffee nice and hot and I don't want it to get cold. And also I still, I heard one time a comedian say something like from, I don't know, October to March, you just kind of never really get better. You just kind of always stay just a little bit sick. And I, I'm kind of that type of, I always have like sinusy gungy stuff. So the hot coffee helps. Anyways, side tangent. Um, sorry about that. So I think what I was, where I was going with that is one of the things that I had said yesterday, at least I think it was yesterday. If not, I've said this for sure in the past, that it's really hard to reason with someone who's just speaking out of anger because they're not reasoning or using logic. So one thing that I often will do is just, if you just ask questions back, right? Like e even if someone's in making sense and using logic and reason, if you ask questions, you can clarify it and better understand their point. Um, and if they're just speaking out of anger, at some point, they're just going to get mad that you're just asking them questions and they're going to stop. <laughs> At least in my experience, uh, that, that's been what's happened. And obviously, like I said, like the point is not to be rude or not to just get out of having these difficult conversations. I get asked questions about Catholicism from time to time that I don't have the answers for, that I wouldn't know how to respond. That's okay. Just tell people you don't know. But use that to then go do the research and to find more answers. There's a billion different resources. You can look at what did the early church believe? What does the scripture say? Um, what does, does the church now have some kind of teaching on this thing? Um, you can look up Catholic answers. That's a really good resource to use. There's a, there's a billion different resources out there to, to find the answers. And if you don't know, just say, I don't know. It's okay not to know. Anyways, the point is not to just get out of arguments with people, but if someone's speaking to you out of anger and they're just mudslinging and they're just trying to drag your name through the mud, if you ask them questions, they're, they're, they're going to 
to stop eventually. Um, Because they'll just, they'll get so, kill them with kindness, right? Don't be rude. Don't ask belittling questions. Just say, okay, well, how do you know that I don't read my Bible? Well, I just, I just can tell. Okay, I hear you saying that you can tell, but what do you, like, how do you know that? You know what I mean? Like, that seems like a really, I would never make that claim against you, because I don't know if you read your Bible or not. Well, you can tell I read my Bible, because I know what it says, right? So that, uh, you're welcome for the acting there. Uh, (laughs) I won't charge you for it this time, but maybe next time. Anyways, um, yeah, so that that's one thing that I do. Another really big point uh, that I always try to remember, at least in my case, is that, like I said in the beginning here, that the people who have been harshly anti-Catholic towards me that I've interacted with or heard before, or people who maybe even have said things not directly to me, but maybe to friends or family that I know, and then I caught wind of it one way or the other. I always remind myself where these people are coming from, right? Now, and this can't be for for everyone, um, because people online, you don't really know and so there are trolls online who may just be trying to be trolls, and they're just trying to get a rise out of you. Um, I don't know. But anyways, the people in my life who have have been rude to me or have said very hateful anti-Catholic things before, they're coming from a place of... It seems like they're coming from a place of genuine concern and love for me, right, and for my family by extension, but um, this is what I mean. So in their minds, people who are anti-Catholic, they think that Catholicism is heresy, right? So they think that if you die as a Catholic who knows what the church believes and you believe everything that is in the catechism, every way that the Catholic Church understands scripture, uh, if you believe all of the church traditions, if you believe everything the Catholic Church believes, like you willfully believe it, then when you die, you will go to hell, right? This is, the people that I know, this is where they're coming from. And so I would probably venture to say that if you're, I, I would guess that most people listening to this are probably not poking the beehive like I am on social media, (laughs) trying to get things, conversations started, you're probably getting some of this from friends or family that, that you personally know. And so when people that you personally know who genuinely do care about you and love you and care for you, when they're saying these things, it's important to remember that they are coming from a place of genuine concern for you and your soul. Now that does not make what they're saying right. It doesn't make, it doesn't, that's not to excuse what they're doing um, because you can, okay, here's a prime example. I love my kids like extremely, like more than anything, right? I love my wife more than anyone else in this world. But if my, if my oldest daughter, um, goes outside and gets a brick 
and throws a brick through the window, right? If I go out there and I punch her in the face, that's not good, right? Like that that's that's you I shouldn't do that. But now now the thing that could have caused that this is probably not a good analogy, but I'm uh, we're going to analogies fall apart at some point everywhere. So <laughs> just follow me for a little bit, okay? Like if I go outside and I just deck my kid in the face because she threw a brick through the window, um, it's because I I'm angry and I'm upset. But why? Well, because I know that that was a dumb decision. Like that's not what my oldest child does. That's not who my oldest child is. Now, if someone I don't know is a like convict and they've been in and out of jail a million times and they're they've not ever shown any kind of improvement in life at all ever and then they come and throw a brick through my window well i'm still going to be really mad but it's not going to be coming from a place of love for them necessarily because i'm just angry because that, that's who they are that's what they do i'm just angry because you broke my stuff but when it's my kid it's something it's coming from a different place right Neither of them are excusable. You should never punch your kid in the face. If you do, that's a major issue. <laughs> so it's the same thing when people can when people say some of the mean, hateful, anti-Catholic stuff. It's not excusable, and it's not right. No one should do it. But when they say things like that, it could be that they're coming from a genuine place of concern and love for you. Um, execution's just a little bit off, right? So... Uh, I think for me, that has helped a lot for me to be more gracious with that type of person and to be more understanding of, okay, well, this is where they're coming from and this is what this is why they're acting this way and saying these things and doing these things. Um, so it, it that, that is what helps me do what I said earlier. Take that kind of like step back, take a breath, think about it, and then respond. Um, also I would say just like remaining, like praying often and remaining close to the sacraments, like set the sacraments dispense grace to us. Right. And so if we stay close to the sacraments, especially the Eucharist, um, prayer, reading scripture, all those things can, can help us be more like Christ because the whole goal when you're dealing with someone who's extremely anti-Catholic and being hateful about it is to show Christ to them. So you can, you, you can, um, share the good news of Christ with someone by your words, right? So like we can share the truths of the faith with people in hopes that, you know, they'll, we can help convince their minds, uh, so that they, they will come into the fullness of the church. That That's the whole point. That's the whole reason why I ever, post anything on Instagram. Sometimes I poke the bear a little bit with a stick, but it's to get like conversation started because I genuinely do want anyone who's not a part of the church to be in full union with the church. Um, and so if that's the goal, we can do that with conversations and log logic and argument and reason and all these other things. Uh, and we can also do it with the way that we live. So if you can act like Christ to someone, if you can be Christ to someone else. Um, you know, it's, I, I just think about like when we go to mass and we receive the Eucharist and then there's the procession out, 
afterwards, right? So like there's Christ, the, the crucifix on the pole, I, there's a specific name for it and I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyways, right? So we have Christ on the cross being carried out and it's the he that's the first to go out into the world followed by the deacons and the altar servers and, and the priest all go out and we are supposed to go out into the world. We're supposed to take Christ to the world, right? So that's kind of like a, um, a visual representation of what we should be doing. So let, you know, let's do that with people who are, can sometimes be most hateful towards us. And for what reason? Well, so that we can hopefully bring them to Christ uh, into the fullness of his, his church that he established. Um, I don't know. I hope I hope all this is making sense. Um, I just think that it, you, if someone cannot be argued with with logic, then try to argue with them with love. Maybe would be a good way to say that. Uh, just be Christ to them, right? So don't be hateful. Don't be rude. Um, and then. You, I think you would be shocked at the number of times that someone will sit back and think, whether they admit to it or not, and think, wow, I was really rude and mean and hateful and a jerk to that person, and they never, like, they didn't snap back. They didn't, they didn't, you know, pop off or, or get into a yelling argument or run off and leave or say that they were never going to talk to me again. Or, you know, what? I, like, if we can be Christ to these people, who knows Who knows what that will do? You never know. It's another th- This will be my final point. Don't give up hope, right? Because you never know what's going to happen. If you would have asked me 10 years ago, if you thought I would be here right now as a Catholic, uh, making a Catholic podcast w- with a small catholic instagram account i would have told you i you're crazy with yeah oh yeah with uh five kids of my own and then my niece living with me i would have told you you're insane that is not going to be my life but here i am 10 years later and this is where i am uh and i'm not the one who just pulled up my bootstraps and got me here right so you never know what christ is going to do in someone's heart in the future and how can he use you um, to bring those people into the fullness of his church. All right. Um, most times at this point, I say that's it for this week, but this outro is going to be a little bit longer because I forgot. Pray for the people. Why would I have not said that in the main part of this podcast? I apologize. Pray for them. Prayer does amazing things. Um, serious. Like, I, I know I'm saying that in kind of a goofy way, but I'm being serious. Prayer does miraculous things so pray for those who are your enemies right um anyways <laughs> that's all i've that's all i'm gonna say about it. that's all i got to say about that uh <laughs> so 
Anyways, thank you for listening to this week's episode. I appreciate you being here. Uh, If you don't already, follow me on Instagram. There's a lot of cool, fun things going on there, and I think you would probably enjoy that if you enjoy this podcast. Uh, You can find me at Unapologetically Catholic Pod. Uh, If you have any suggestions on future episodes that you want to see or hear, then reach out to me there on Instagram or send me an email to unapologeticallycatholicpod at gmail.com. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to hear from you. But with that, know that I am praying for you and may God bless you.